0: Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast. The place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. So the total cost of the procedure, uh, including hospital and surgeon fees, for a non-insured person like you mm. is $12,500. Oh, okay. mm. Well... Wow. That's a little bit too much for me to take on right now. Welcome to OMD TV, the place to be to grow and scale your practice. Now, no matter what services you're selling, the money objection is typically going to be the most dominant objection that will keep coming up, especially if you're dealing with self referring patients or you're selling high value procedures. But, Handling this objection will help you to improve your new patient conversion rate dramatically. So it's a valuable skill to learn. In this video, I'm going to show you how to handle this money objection very cleverly and this will be an essential part of your team's new patient inquiry handling process so i suggest that you pass on this video to the person who takes charge of this if you think it will benefit them what i'm going to show you is how to handle money objections how to isolate them and handle them so that you can move on to the next step in your selling cycle Typically when someone says, ooh, that's uh, very expensive, or they say, well, do you have any cheaper options? That's a bit too much for me. Or what are the payment terms? How do the payments work? It's all relating to money and whether you are able to justify the price that you are asking. Now, before we get into the specifics of money objections, something that I want to remind you about is that a transaction takes place only when value exceeds price. When someone is having a problem with the price you are quoting, that is because you haven't established enough value yet for them to justify the price. That's why in our sales training with other medical and healthcare practices, we typically advise them to never tell a prospect the price of an item until the full value has been established without establishing its full value regardless of the price that you tell them, they're going to think, ooh, that's expensive, and use it as an excuse to not go ahead. Knowing that, let's dive into the specifics of handling the money objection right now. When someone says something like, ooh, that is really expensive, do you have any cheaper options? This is typically the way that you want to handle it. Okay, is there any other reason other than the money that we couldn't get this done for you? Or is there any other reason other than the money on why this wouldn't make sense to you? What are you suggesting right now? Well, we're isolating the objection and making sure that it isn't just a fake objection masquerading as a real objection. We wanna isolate it and say something to the effect, well, if everything else makes sense, is there any other reason that this wouldn't make sense to move forward? And giving them the opportunity to raise any other kinds of concerns or objections at this stage before addressing the money objection. If we know that this is the only remaining objection we need to address, we can move forward. So how do we go about addressing it? Well, first we want to establish the ground rules of your engagement and what you want to communicate here is openness. All right, look, you can shoot me straight. Is this something that you really want to do because if it's not a good fit that's completely okay like I can take a no as easy as I can take a yes what are we doing here we're inviting them to be okay with giving us a no and we're making it easier for them to say no because the last thing that we want to do is address a fake objection or this is not a right fit for them and they don't really want to do it we want to open that door and allow them to walk out that door before we waste our time trying to handle any real objections on someone who is already imagining their exit. Now this is probably completely opposite to how other salespeople will operate, but in our experience there is little value in forcing someone into something that they don't want. So we're giving the prospect a door to exit out of. This is just not the right fit. And really locking down that money is a real price objection for them, and that we need to handle it right here and now. A prospect could reply with, no, 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 it really is the money. And what we've done is we've just validated that this is a money objection. And then we know that they're really telling us that our value is not exceeding the price that we're asking and what we need to do is go back to building that item's value again and say look i apologize i obviously haven't communicated this very well and do your best establishing those value-added components again and if we get to the end of our attempts to establish the value once again and it still doesn't make sense to the prospect then there is always going to be a disconnect with that prospect and they most likely do not have the money to go ahead or they don't see that value. Not that this has to be the end of your sales pitch. If they say they don't have the money and they are really struggling to get beyond that, if you are flexible, you know you can simply ask them, well, how can we make this work for you? Find out more about their current situation. You know, How much savings do they have right now for this procedure? Tell us, and you know, maybe we can work out the rest of a uh, payment in agreeable terms, and present any payment plan options that you have to see if, if they might say, "Oh, you know, okay, I could pay for it under those terms, or I could do this, you know, or maybe is there a cheaper option?" But this is really a great way to isolate the money objection for specifically addressing it. Now, the next way we wanna look at the money objection is to look at the objection to spending the money. In this instance, what we like to say to a prospect is, okay, so you didn't get in touch because you wanted to save money, you got in touch because you wanted to do it, achieve X, you know, which is their desired outcome. And that is why we always talk about unearthing the four key elements of the purchasing decision process from a prospect using the NBAT, the Needs, Budget, Authority, and Time Method. And one of those first elements that we need to know is, is if they have a strong need or a big enough problem that they want to solve it right now, or if they're just thinking about having it done maybe in the next six months to a year. From that, you can guess the temperature of the lead, how hot or cold they are. To recap, Before handling any money objections and building more value into your offering, you want to isolate the money objection with the prospect and ensure that this is the only remaining issue holding them back from proceeding. This way, you know that if it still comes down to a no from the prospect, then it wasn't the payment terms or your service delivery or any other issue. It was truly just about the money. We provide comprehensive sales training for your team, showing you how to address all sorts of different objections on how to even qualify prospects before they come in and see you in person in our special sales guide called the Seven Figure Samurai Sword Sales Guide for Clinics. We have both electronic and audio versions for you, so check it out and apply what you will learn in it and watch your new patient conversion rate improve immediately after you start applying it. Check it out. Well, that comes to the end of today's video. Thank you very much for watching, and bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at online marketing for doctors.com slash podcast and subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.